Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast, special little segment. We're going to talk to some fans. They're going to call in. They've got their questions. I can't wait. I love these things. I love the fan Q&A. Um, kind of my favorite thing to do. Uh, so let's, uh, let's bring in Sia and find out what she wants to know. Hi, Sia. Hi. How are you doing? You're, you're calling in from where? From Greece. You're all the way from Greece. Yes. Oh my goodness. What part? Um, it's the co-capital of the country, uh, Thessaloniki. Oh my goodness. That is, uh, that's fantastic. So hello, welcome. Nice to meet hello. you. Thank so, you for having me. You're very welcome. Well, what is your uh, question? Um, okay. My first question is... Um, what did you think was the main factor to just maturing over the years? Just maturing? Because I think when you screw up that much, when it's so clear that you have horrible parents, okay, when, you're, when it's just sort of obvious for that long and your entire childhood is sort of trying to, reconcile that fact uh it, it dawns on you, you you that you need to just sort of disconnect from it all and you're gonna have to do it on your own and in that you find a certain strength and i think that's what happened to him because he knew that the he's obviously very bright um mm. he's obviously has uh a good heart he was just he just had to get away from those two people and 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 find out who he really was uh, and he 
was noble enough to understand at that tender age that he was wrong for Rory, that he was just going to damage her and get her off her path. Mm-hmm. He, he, cause he needed to, he, he understood he needed to work on himself. And I think that he worked on himself very hard, uh, and very, uh, diligently and successfully, obviously. So he, he really came out the other side, the way you hope some, a young person coming from that background comes out of it, you know? I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was tough for him. We can pick our friends. We can't pick our parents, right? Exactly. You know, you, so it's, I think the sooner you accept it and stop trying to make it right, and I, I think he just, he understood that he had to move on and just make that psychological break and work on himself. Um, do you think it had anything to do with Rory? I do. I do. I think she gave him a taste of what could be in his life. Maybe not with her, but when you taste such sweet fruit and such nourishing fruit, um, you know, when you're touched that deeply by love from somebody of quality mm-hmm. um, whose heart is in the right place, uh, yeah, that's life-changing. Life is, uh, love is very healing, and, and I think... You know, she sprinkled a little fairy dust on him and, you know, I don't know if she's 100% uh, responsible for his uh, success, uh, yes. but she had something to do with it, you know, for sure. That that rocked his world. <laughs> she rocked his world. Man. She did. See? She yeah. did. Behind yeah. every great man, there's an even greater woman. And, uh, <laughs> and that was his great woman. And I think, you know, Lorelai had some good influence on him too. So there's two great women behind him. Yeah. So he got lucky that they crossed paths. Yeah. And I think his uncle's pretty good too. I think Luke, uh, he is. He's very I think, good. I think Luke had a nice influence on him and in his way, you know, in his archaic uh, stumbling way, I think he provided yes. the tough, the tough love that he needed. He needed it. Exactly. Yeah. So, what time is but it? Time there? preferably. Um, right now it's two um, twenty-six a.m. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, oh man, <laughs> that's fantastic. It's kind of late. That's kind of late. All right. Well, listen. Uh, thanks for calling in. We really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for having me. And uh, and keep listening. I will definitely. <laughs> nice meeting you. Nice to meet you too. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Hi, Lauren. This is so surreal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. How about you? I'm doing all right. Where are you Where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from Pittsburgh, and you guys Pittsburgh. keep me every day on my commute to work. <laughs> Steel Town, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't it great? I you know it's uh, a lot of people tell me uh, it's their. Uh, going to work commute podcast. Yeah. I have yeah. over an hour drive to work. Uh, oh one boy. Way. So you guys have the perfect amount of episode time. I can get one episode review in or one pop culture and one guest interview. In usually. Nice. Wow. We're, we're, we're glad you're enjoying it. What is your question? 
So my question, uh, you sort of actually answered it in your Your Turn podcast uh, a few months ago now, but okay. maybe focusing more now on just season five um, mm-hmm. or even a year in the life if you kind of remember where we are heading. What are your hopes for Luke or any other characters that stand out to you as you venture into the last two seasons? Um, I hope Luke gets what he wants, and which is a family, which is children with Lorelai. I and I, I know that's not going to happen, but uh, <laughs> there's still time. I say there's still time <laughs> at this point. Jeez, <laughs> uh, yeah, he might jump out of his wheelchair and uh, right <laughs> I, uh, at this point. But yeah, I'm I'm really pulling for him. I, I know it it ain't happening, but uh, one can hope. Yeah, give you yeah. a quick idea, by the way. Hmm. Can I give you a quick idea, by the way? Sure. If you ever stop in Pittsburgh, drive an hour outside just east of Pittsburgh to Ligonier, Pennsylvania. It is the most SARS hollow place you will ever go to in the real world. They have, they literally have like historical stuff all the time. They have festivals and they have a gazebo in the middle of town. So I I find that a lot of the Northeast has SARS hollow, like, uh, you know, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Vermont. New Hampshire, it's, they've got very stars Hollowy. You can tell tones. where Paladina's got their influence for sure. Oh, sure. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling Bye. in. And uh, go Pittsburgh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Lauren. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Scott. How are How you? How are you doing? I'm well. Thank you for having me on your You're- podcast. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Where where are you calling in from? Kissimmee, Florida. Oh, Kissimmee. Is it Kissimmee or Kissimmee? Kissimmee. Kissimmee, right. It's Kissimmee, Florida. Yeah, I was just, uh, um, somebody was, uh, some friends of mine were looking at a house, uh, houses in Kissimmee. Um, they I, love, they love the houses there. They love the neighborhoods. They love everything about it. It's right outside of Orlando, right? Yes, I'm minutes from the park, like eight minutes from Animal Kingdom. So right, right, right. Here. Right, you're you a little have- bit south, right? Kissimmee's a little south of Orlando? Yeah. Um, well, that's terrific. So, so what is your uh, question or questions? Yes, I have two of them. Okay. Uh, if you were to do a spinoff now, mm-hmm. what would that look like? And would you consider not being the lead character, but being a supporting character to the employees at Luke's. Uh, supporting character to the employees at Luke's? No, so let's Oh, no, I know what you mean. No, I would want to see a spinoff called The Huntsburgers because I think that they're wacky and wonderful and wild and funny and crazy, and that would make for interesting television. Um, And I think... I think Luke would have uh, a role in that, but not, not the lead. But <laughs> I would like to interact with with those people on some level because I just the, the scene, the dinner scene where they destroyed Rory um, when she came over for that uh, uh, engagement uh, dinner, yeah. uh, Logan's sister's engagement dinner. Uh, I it was one of the. Best scenes I've ever seen on Gilmore. It was just hysterically funny. But your character is married to Lorelai, so you would intertwine. Uh-huh. Because, you know, Rory, uh-huh. well, you're not, uh-huh. you're 
at year in the life yet. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, so you're saying if Logan and and Rory were to get married and Lorelai and I are married, then it's all sort of we're sort of relatives. We're all we're all family. Yeah. So we'd have we'd have to interact with each other. Right. So you <sighs> would be in the spinoff. <laughs> yeah, well yeah, why not? I mean I uh Especially if he's the daddy, let's say that he were and you're right. his father. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> more zany hijinks to come. I mean, just think of all the situations with this especially with the Huntsburgers. Oh man. Of the Huntsburgers. Right. Luke were Rory's real dad. Mm -hmm. What would his advice to Rory be about Logan and the Huntsburgers? Uh, <laughs> if Rory was her Luke. biological father, mm -hmm. if Lorelai and Luke had had gotten together at sixteen, mm -hmm. oh boy! Well, that would be a whole different situation. I mean. Would she be at Yale? Would she have even met a Logan? Uh, let's say she did. Uh, I would probably have gotten in my truck and gone to the Huntsburgers and punched somebody out <laughs> for talking to her that way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I would have gotten in somebody's face. Luke would have gotten in somebody's face. I agree. I yeah. agree with you yeah. for sure. Yeah, I uh, think so. And then my last one is if uh -huh. you could watch a movie of one of the followings what would it be dozy's market red white and read movie theater soda shop or shoppy how amy calls it um or miss patty's dance studio which one would it be taylor dozy yeah i love him i yeah. think he's hysterical i I'd, I'd watch a taylor dozy movie every time he's great i yeah I need more Taylor. All right. So listen, thank you. You were a delight. And we might be in touch very soon. You never know. Well, have a blessed day. And All right, tell you too. me that she is Queen Amy. It's not just Queen Danielle and Queen Tara. Okay. <laughs> you say that real Gilmore Girls fans would not misbehave. And so when she said that her feelings were hurt, I felt bad because mm -hmm. she mm -hmm. has opinion so right i agree i completely my, agree my home girl because i agree with her most of the time right i mean we, we don't expect everybody to agree with us 100 percent of the time you know we, we take our shots too right and we get some mm -hmm. feedback and that's fine it's 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 all good okay. anyway but just let her know that i i, I will <laughs> bye definitely do it thank you jessica shout out to astro pro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples it's springtime and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astroproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. 
Com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Jill. How you doing? Hello. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Where are you calling in from? Um, just outside of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, okay. I'm going to be in Motor City at Motor City Comic Con in uh, November. November, I think, 11 and 12. But I'm um, coming up your way. Nice. Yeah, I'm coming up to uh, Michigan. Um, how's the weather? Absolutely beautiful. Really? It's been in the mid-70s all week. Um, I guess oh, next man. week it might get up to 90, but other oh, yeah, than that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. mid to late 70s. It's been great. All right. Anyway, so what? Uh, what? what is your question? The first question is, and this is for episode 21, um, mm-hmm. why do you think Rory so quickly accepted uh, Mitchum's rejection? And do you think it might have something to do with her being in a relationship with Logan? Because she's had a lot of criticism in the past. I mean, Doyle gave her criticism, and she moved past that. So why do you think this is such a special... um, I I think this is a situation where it's a Godzilla versus Bambi. And I think Mm -hmm. Godzilla misbehaved here. And I think when you've got a young, impressionable, super positive force in a Rory... um, and you are in a, that kind of a position of power, you do not say what he said to her. And if you do, it can be devastating, and it, obviously it was. I don't care how strong a person you are. Um, if, if 
the number one person in the world, the most powerful, one of the most powerful people in that business or whatever business, it doesn't matter if it's journalism or, you know, you know, pick your category. If somebody says you ain't got a kid, that's going to hurt. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're, you know, big tough guy or you're, you know, you're a very stable person with a huge support system. That's going to hurt. That is a knockout blow. Um, and it's going to cause anybody um, distress. And I think especially somebody like Rory, who, and we just discussed this, you know, 10 minutes ago. We just finished uh, recapping 22. Um, somebody that has Christopher DNA in them, who's a, a, a known quitter, a known screw-up, and... DNA to me is destiny, and that's just kind of how it is. I mean, it's programmed into her. It's hardwired into her. So, she was, but nobody, I don't care who you are, is going to, it's the rare person that says at that age, right. at that stage in their life and their career is going to say, well, I'm going to prove them wrong. Right, right. I don't believe them. That's the rare person. And do you think it's also because she just got rejected by the rest of the family? And then Mitchum, you know, tries to make up for it. And then there's a new rejection from him as well. So you you can't ask for a worse scenario for Rory. I mean, talk about just getting manipulated and abused and then abused Mm -hmm. again and manipulated and then the the knockout punch. I mean, it's like, man, almost, almost a criminal act. Can't really file charges against somebody for something like that. But I mean... uh, I just think if uh, uh, somebody did that to my kid, oof, they'd be hearing from me. You right. know? They'd be hearing from me. Um, anyway, that's how I feel about it. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then um, the second question um, will apply to kind of the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um how do you think Lorelai would have reacted to Luke's quest to purchase the Twickham house? Especially now we know what that last sentence she says in the end of the season. I, I don't quite get where it's almost like the, the, the writers have a problem uh, with this idea of Luke and Laurel are having children. I think, I, are they trying to make a, so in my mind, are they trying to make some kind of a statement that it's okay not to have kids and you can have a great relationship and a very, and you can, I mean, but it, for Luke and for, you know, um, this kind of uh, idealistic love that they, this romantic love, this this fantasy love that that he has or they have or they're supposed to have, aspirational love, aspirational relationship. He's been waiting so long and then it, then it works out in his favor when it's so many times it doesn't work out for guys like that. Right. They just suffer in silence their whole lives and they end up with bad backs and they're 60 or 60 or 70. And they're like, Oh, they talk about, they sit at bars and they talk about the one that got away and how beautiful she was. And she might want to marry this guy, you know, um, but it worked out for him. And now he wants to have children. So, uh, and I know that they don't. <laughs> I haven't seen season six or seven, and I haven't seen three of the episodes, but I know right. that they do not. Um, and I just think it's a 
failure of the imagination. And I, and I don't think, I don't even think it was the obvious next step for them. And it could have been fraught with, uh, uh, you know, a lot of uh, obstacles and a lot of controversy and a lot of tension and a lot of love. And I just think you got to just inject it with not necessarily what the fans want, but it's hard watching a character struggle for that long uh, for such an important um, uh, uh, occurrence in somebody's life is getting into a relationship with somebody they truly, truly love and, and wanting to express that having children. I mean, I just think it's very sad. And I, I, it's a way for us to really, you know, empathize with Luke. But, right, right. I mean, give the guy what he wants, for God's sake. <laughs> so, so had he told say he was able to purchase the house and he brought that up to her. Mm-hmm. What do you think her reaction would be? Cause we saw her initial reaction to the pregnancy scare. Um, you know, we don't know if she would, would have wanted more children. Um, and she didn't she does, necessarily yeah. know. And she didn't mm-hmm. necessarily know that that was what he wanted. And I right. know you did, you did argue that right. it I, was very and obvious. And it <laughs> slipped. Right. 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 It did slip out. What about the kids? Oh God, it came out right. right? Um, I th- I think what they're trying to say, the people that run the show, I think what they're trying to say is it's okay to have a relationship. It's okay to be in love. It's okay not to have kids. She already has mm-hmm. a kid. He already has a kid. He doesn't know it yet. You know, right. he doesn't know right. he has a kid yet. I mean, she, I know she's coming. April's mm-hmm. coming. Um, um, but I think they're maybe trying to make some kind of a statement. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have one more question. Um, sure. If you could choose one character to get more of a character arc throughout the series, who would you choose to have that oh, done? There are a, so many characters that such there was a, a lot of question. potential. Such a good question. That's a really great question. Oh, I mean, take your pick. Uh, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen more Miss uh, uh, more uh, Babette. Uh, because Sally is just such a brilliant actress. She's so good. She's she's so good that it's weird <laughs> how good she is. Um, uh, I think Michelle is a dish best served uh, as an appetizer. I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> they tried to do that with him with the Winnebago stuff, and it just didn't work. And maybe it was right. just because that was ill-conceived. Um, but I just, I really do think he's a, he's a side dish and he mm-hmm. needs to stay a side dish. Um, I think Kirk is, is, is used quite properly. We don't need to see more of it. Uh, I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about Taylor. I think he's good as where he is. I think, I think, I think it comes back to Bybet. What do you think? If if you, who do you what character would you like to see more developed? Um, actually, Luke too. I I wish they developed Luke more. <laughs> yeah, Luke had a lot more opportunity. I mean, they could have shown him outside the diner more. I know that was mm-hmm. kind of the central space of of Stars Hollow, but showing I mean, they, him they a developed little- they developed Lane better than they developed Luke. Yeah, that's true. They yeah. developed a lot of people better than they developed Luke, but I guess they wanted to him to retain some kind of mystery. I, I don't know. 
Um, what, who do you think? Right. Yeah, I kind of agree with you with Luke. Um, mm. And that does, that kind of gets at the fourth question I had that, that um, it was going to be if you could, if you could have written how the show closes on Luke and Lorelai's relationship, how would you have written it? Obviously, I know you wanted to see them get a true wedding um, and having kids. Would you, would you have wanted to see them, you know, like Lorelai has currently at the end of season five, she has these opportunities to grow the business. Luke had the franchise opportunities for a little bit there. Um, I believe in happy endings. I do not believe in this, uh, well, that's reality and we need to depict it. Um, clearly, uh, they had taken license with reality and <laughs> in a very positive way. Um, I, I, I'll never understand why they didn't take that opportunity to give the fans what they wanted, ever. I'll never understand it. Yeah, I completely um, agree with that. A massive missed opportunity to really, you know, hit it out of the park with this show. I mean, that would have been... I mean, you think the pop, this show continues to be popular for many different reasons. I think it could have been exponentially more popular had they done the episodes or at least the end of season seven as a massive wedding. Massive. The entire town involved uh with the episodes uh you know um do three and a half of the episodes out of the four the wedding before the wedding itself and then after so this would have really tied a nice bow around it because i don't i don't know that we're going to do it again i don't know that uh, the band is going to get back together again i don't know if the will is there i don't know if the schedules are going to jibe i'm on a new series i'm busy you know and uh everybody else is too so and everybody's getting old man <laughs> i don't know if it would work again uh but uh yeah just you know you gotta scratch your head gotta scratch your head it's all you can do I'm looking forward to the recap of the end of season five. Oh yeah. It's a humdinger. Yeah, it's a lot going on there. It's um, a two parter and a lot to come in the next season. That's for sure. So, right. Thank you so much, Jill. All Thank right. Thank you so much. All, All right. right. Take care. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. 
You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. Hi, Marissa. How you doing? I'm great. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you, too. Where are you calling in from? I'm currently in Bloomington, Indiana. But oh, my goodness. I was just in Indianapolis. Oh, really? That's yeah, I, just, I spent the weekend there at uh, Indie PopCon. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I like your necklace. What is that? Thank you. It's like some flames and a little cross. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Nice. Awesome. So uh, how's life in Bloomington? It is great. I'm a student Good. at Indiana University in the ah. master's program. So oh, great. college life. <laughs> I, I understand that is a beautiful campus. Oh, it's so beautiful all year yeah. round, too. About what forty thousand strong? It seems about so. It's really busy this year, especially. Yeah. So, what are you getting uh, your degree in? I'm getting a master's in arts administration. Okay. So, yeah, my undergraduate was in music. So. Oh, you're a musician! Fantastic. Yes. All right. So and I what, what are you as well? So that's. I I dabble. I do dabble. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um. But so what do you have for us? You got some questions? Yes. I am interested. Um, I know earlier in the season five podcast, you discussed how you were kind of unsure if you would like the direction that this show is heading since the end of season four into the beginning of season five was a huge turning point for a lot of characters. So mm -hmm. after watching all of season five and breaking it all down, has your mind changed? And how do you feel about it now? I like anything. Uh, I, I really like the Huntsberger infusion, if you will. I love the story, what it did for the series. I love how Logan um, uh, interacts with Rory uh, with his own family. I think that family is just as wacky as it gets. Uh, it's it's fun to see. Uh, it's really fun to see crazy people on screen, and, and they're all nuts. And I love it. And that makes for great television. That's one of my favorite, that dinner scene when they were tearing Rory apart, uh, painful to watch, mm -hmm. painful for Rory, but boy, was that funny. I mean, those people were, and it's as, as fans, as watching the show, you're like, 
Rory, you cannot take these people seriously. They are out of their minds, all of them. Mm. And, um, you know, you, you got maybe a good one with, with Logan because he knows he's in a bad situation and he's trying to, uh, um, extricate himself from that wreck, Mm -hmm. um, of a family. And, um, I just, I just thought it really kind of saved. I don't know that the show, I mean, season four was very strong, but this is my favorite season so far. And the finale I thought was fabulous. Fabulous. Um, and, uh, you know, it was. It's now beginning to take on a much heavier tone. It's taking on some tragic proportions mm-hmm. uh, as regards Rory, and that I've never felt such dramatic weight uh, towards the end of an episode. We've never seen Rory like that, so it's it's quite jarring, but uh, really compelling television. I think it's really great television. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. This mm. it brings a new dramatic color to the show that we yeah. haven't really seen very much before. Right. I think it's right. interesting. Yeah. But I think yeah, I think that's what they do best. I think that's what the Paladinos do best. They give us a really fun ride for 35 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And in the last 5 minutes cuz it's, you know, or let's say 55 minutes um uh with commercials. Uh, and then in the last five minutes, they just wallop you with some really heavy stuff. And I just, it's so impactful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really resonates. It's like, wow. So, agree. yeah, excellent. You laugh, you cry, you laugh, you cry, you laugh, you cry, and then boom. Yeah. You know, I, t- I was tearing up when, uh, you know, that moment between mother and daughter looking at her unpacker stuff in Richard's pool house. I mean, that was, I mean, you know, if that doesn't make you tear up, you're battery powered, right? That is such a powerful moment that that sticks really with you was. after you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. That stays with you. Yeah. 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 And also I feel like when you're rewatching the show, cause I've seen the show a bunch of times um, mm-hmm. rewatching it, it still has that same impact every time you see it, even right. though you know it's coming. Right. Cause they're so dense. These episodes are so dense. It's easy to forget every little detail, you know, and that's yeah. the beauty of it. They're so dense. They're so packed with humor and quippy lines and yeah. themes and storyline and all this kind of stuff. It's just just beautifully done, beautifully woven. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. A, a, an offshoot, um, do you think that the the dinner with the Huntsburgers of course that impacted Rory and, you know, had a huge emotional impact on her. But do you think that her involvement with the Huntsburgers, her involvement with Logan is making her act this way and making her steal a boat? Or do you think that was kind of a natural progression for Rory? Well, I've, I addressed this in the recap that we just did on season five. And I, and I addressed this uh, with another uh, fan question and I'll tell you the same thing. Uh, I think when you are young and impressionable and very positive and all you want to do is please the boss and then that very powerful, influential figure in your field drops the bomb on you like that, I don't care how tough you are or who you are, that's going to that's gonna wreck you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wrecked her. And I thought it was 
it made me hate that character, Mitchum Huntsberger, even though I, I love to watch him. He's such a, uh, he's such a, uh, Greg Henry, such a great actor. Yeah. Um, and he was doing his job. That's his job. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be hated. And he, man, do you hate him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you understand him though. That's why he's such a great actor. You understand why he's like that because I believe him when he says that to Roy, I believe that he thinks that he knows. I'm not saying that he's right, Mm -hmm. but I believe him that he, he believes himself that he knows that she's not going to make it in the business. She's not tough enough. She's not obsessed enough. She's not, uh, uh, she doesn't grind hard enough. She doesn't take the opportunity to ask the questions in the meeting when she should have, she should have taken the initiative. And you know what? There's plenty of examples that uh, of people that I have known that have come up through, you know, the secretarial ranks or were started in the mailroom and their boss went on vacation. They jumped on their desk while they weren't supposed to, and they could have gotten fired for it. And they started making deals and all of a sudden they became a power agent or whatever it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of what it takes. Yeah. And he's not wrong, but to tell somebody in that position whose life is going so well, mm-hmm. Yale Daily News, she's writing great stuff. She's smart as a whip. She's going to figure out to lower the boom like that. Oof. Yeah. yeah. I don't care who you are. You're going to get waylaid. You're going to get devastated by that. That is a, that is a, a, a Muhammad Ali knockout combination blow, and you ain't getting up from that for a while. Yeah. And she needs time. And then I think Richard and Emily are right. She needs time mm-hmm. to recover from that, those blows. Because it wasn't just one. It was a combination that knocked her out. No. Because he set her up. You know, he, they tore her down. The, the family tore her down when he wasn't there. And then he went and apologized and gave her that job and set her up, giving her all this hope. And then knocked her. He did worse than the damn dinner. I mean, yeah. it's, wow. That's a wicked family you yeah. thought the gilmores were bad i Jeez. know <laughs> yes <laughs> so yeah i i gonna be but it really sets up season six doesn't it beautifully oh it does yep oh yeah oh yeah see what richard does see what emily does they're they gonna go at my, my the questions in my mind is how hard it's not if they're gonna go after mitchum how hard are they gonna go after him how are they gonna do it because mm-hmm. they're not going to sit back and be quiet about this. Oh. There's going to be a confrontation. I have no idea what it what it is. I, I'm I'm very eager to watch it. So the writers have done a masterful job. Yes, they definitely have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been such a pleasure meeting you and talking with you. It's been a delight, Marissa. Good luck with everything, the music and and uh, your your degree, and uh, keep in touch. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay. Have a good one. All the best. Thanks. Take care. And that's going to do it for our live caller fan Q&A episode segments. Uh, Thank you so much. See you, Lauren, uh, Rebecca, Jill, Jessica, and Marissa. Great fan questions. These fans are so smart. The questions they asked, very, very impressive. Um, Really enjoyed that. We have to do that again and again and again. So anyway, best fans on the planet. Thanks so much, everybody, for downloading. Keep the cards and letters coming, and we will see you next time. And remember, we, I, am all in. Stay safe.
everybody. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.